This is the Talk of Fame Network. Kevin Green. Tony Dungy. The late Dick Stanton. Eddie D. Bartolo. The late Ken Stabler. Marvin Harris. Orlando Pace. The gunslinger Brett Barr. This is your Pro Football Hall of Fame class of 2016. Here are your Hall of Fame voters, Ron Borges, Rick Goslin, and Clark Judge. You guys like that new intro? What do you think, Ron? Yeah. yeah. I like those dulcet tones. Yeah. Sure. New. Something new. I like it. Well, as you may have gathered and should have gathered, this is Hall of Fame weekend, which means a lot of people, and I mean a lot of people, are going to descend on Canton, Ohio. At last count, Rick, I think um, there were, what, uh, over 100 Hall of Famers expected to attend this weekend, right? Yes, sir, and I bet they'll all be attending the DeBartolo Enshrinement <laughs> Party on Friday night. That could be the party to end all parties in Canton. Well, I did see the list of people who were expected to attend. I'm talking about Hall of Famers, and it was impressive. I think even Joe Montana was on it, and I'll be, I'll be honest. I can't remember the last time I saw Joe there. Then the light went on. Eddie DeBartolo. He's in the class of 2016. As you mentioned, he's going to attract a lot of people by himself to that party. Well, there's no question. I mean, the Canton Country Club may never be the same, which I believe is where his, his, his party is going to be. I don't know about you guys, but I've never received an invitation to a party that was leather-bound. <laughs> I want to frame that invitation. Oh, yeah, it's a great. And I'm sure of one thing, and I'm sure Goose will back me up on this. I expect that Clark will be there at some point, have a lampshade on his head to the amusement of everyone else. It's going to be a wild Ron, night. We're, we Ron, we're talking about genuflection and kissing the ring. Well, I was <laughs> yeah, going exactly. to wear my Steve Young jersey, but I've got to pull it on over my Tom Brady jersey. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I want to get to what's going on this weekend, but um, let our listeners know uh, who or what we have lined up for today. And what we have lined up is Hall of Fame quarterback Roger Staubach. Former Washington quarterback Joe Theismann and current Redskins president Bruce Allen. And they're all here to talk about a Hall of Fame candidate, at least Bruce is, Bobby Bethard. Uh, we also have Hall of Fame voter Mike Sando of ESPN checking in to give us his take on what's going on in his hometown of Seattle. Hey, me even talk about Bobby Bethard, too. He'll talk about the Seahawks, Pete Carroll, Mariners, Robin Scano, you name it, he'll talk about it. But let's get back to Canton Goose. You and I are going to be there this weekend, and I know you've been going to a lot more of these inductions than I have. So if you can, please give our listeners sort of the how-to guide to getting around on Hall of Fame weekend. I mean, what's good about it, what you might want to skip, what you don't want to miss, that sort of thing. Well, definitely get to the hall itself and go early, either Friday or Saturday morning. It will get so crowded in the afternoons, you won't be able to spend necessary time at, at each exhibit. You know, I've been to Cooperstown and to Canton, and the difference is night and day. Cooperstown is like a church, almost reverential in its treatment right. of its great players, very understated and respectful. Canton is like a circus, bigger, louder, more colorful. My favorite room is the room with all the bust. If you do nothing else in the hall, get in line to tour that. The world's best football card collection also will be on display this week, and that'll be a must-see. The oldest card in the world will be on display along with the rookie cards of all the Hall of Famers. I mean, you could easily spend most of your weekend in the hall itself. Ron, I know you're not going to be there. You're, you're covering another golf tournament this weekend, right? Right. right. Okay. Working. But if there's one <laughs> event, and we're working too, but if there's one event you would not skip at Canton, what is it? Well, for me, it, it's uh, going to be anything to do with Kenny Stabler. And, you know, where he's still alive and, and not going in posthumously, 
I would have found some way to skip the golf tournament or at least uh, miss it for a day and get one of my golfing pals to send me out there on net jets. Because can you imagine what Canton would be like if the snake was in town and the rest of the Raiders Wait, showed up? The my snake God. and Eddie DeBartolo in the same oh. town? Dueling parties. Except uh, one would be Hell's Angels and one would be a little, a little more uh, refined than that. But lock up the women and children, especially the women. <laughs> hey, Ron, Goose and I are still alive and we're going to be there. You can't take a day off to see us? I... Well, you know, I, my wife actually urged me to do that, but uh, she also urged me to keep my job. So I figured I'd better <laughs> stay okay. here and be on the back nine of life. <laughs> well, Rick, as you know, we're going to see a new and hopefully improved setup this year. And then I talked to Joe Horrigan, who is the Hall's executive VP, chief communications officer, and friend of the show. Uh, he told me you wouldn't recognize the stadium, and that's uh, formerly Fawcett Stadium, which is now, I think, Tom Benson Stadium. You wouldn't recognize it, and that's where the induction ceremonies are going to take place. So I, I, I'm not sure what to expect, Goose. I'm going to ask you, what are you going to expect from the stadium or from the ceremonies? Well, actually, I expect a much shorter evening than the whole of the stage in the past. Two of the eight busts will be unveiled posthumously for, like Ron said, Kenny Stilver and Dick Stanfall. And I wouldn't expect either Marvin Harrison or Orlando Pace to go along with their speeches. Now, the Favre and DeBartolo speeches should be highly entertaining, and I expect the Dungy speech to be quite emotional. This could be one of the better induction ceremonies to haul the stage in many a year. Don't you think the Kevin Green speech will be emotional as well? Not like Dungy. Dungy's got a historical footnote oh, to, okay. his, uh, to his induction. Okay. Well, Ron, as, as you mentioned, you're in Connecticut, Cromwell, Connecticut, covering a golf tournament. So... Are you sadder that you're going to miss the Tim McGraw concert on Friday night or the DeBartolo party? <laughs> uh, that's, a, that's a pretty easy one. That's the Eddie D's party, you know. Uh, I'm pretty sure that Huey Lewis and the news will be there. They will. But I don't think he'll, yeah, but I don't think he'll be the biggest news story. I mean, there, there's going to be, if Beyonce showed up, would you be shocked? No. It's going to be interesting. There's 103 Hall of Famers in there. There's going to be 103 of them trying to bust their way into Eddie's party. It's going to be, uh, <laughs> it's going to be something. <laughs> well, um, I'm glad to hear Goose mention about um, the, the time element because that's always an issue here. And, and that's one of my pet peeves. It's always been the length of acceptance speeches. And I, mean, I know it's a uh, volatile subject because some people think, you know, the inductees should be given as much time as possible. I mean, they're up there. They have their one shot. Basically, it's their one time to thank everyone. But there are others waiting behind them to speak. And, and, and there's a national TV audience. They want to keep this about three hours. And, and you know, I don't know if you guys remember. I'm sure you do because you were there. Two years ago, went almost five hours. There were Yikes. four speeches over 30 minutes each. And Michael Strahan almost went 40. Um, as I said, I spoke to Joe Dohorgan recently, and he said one of the changes this year they're going to make is to make it possible for the honorees to thank everyone on the Hall website uh, or on TV Cross, to thank them there. Now, you don't have to do it up at the mic. You can do it there. Um, and I think that's great, except... Goose, I, I have a feeling it's not going to work. What do you think? Yeah, everything the Hall has tried to speed up the ceremony in the last several years has failed and failed miserably. The inductees are told they have 12 minutes, but many have rambled on, as you mentioned, for 30-plus minutes. Yeah. Both the Notre Dame guys last year, Jerome Bettis and Tim Brown, spoke in excess of 30 minutes. Sure, it's your moment, but it's disrespectful to the other inductees, plus the 60-plus Hall of Famers sitting on that stage. I've got a simple solution for Joe Horgan. Turn off the microphone after 15 minutes. If the new Hall of Famers can't figure out a way to end their acceptance speeches, the Hall should do it for them. 
You think that's wow. going to work, Ron? <laughs> wow, Sheriff Roy Bean, the man, yeah, the hanging you haven't, judge. You haven't sat there for five hours like me and Clark. Yeah, Ryan. I have. I've yeah, sat, yeah. sat there, but 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 I've sat you in know, front of your TV. <laughs> <laughs> I've sat there in Fawcett Stadium, unfortunately. But uh, look, I understand. Benson people. Stadium, please yeah, come on. Oops, sorry, come on. I'm old school. Uh, I understand speeches can be tedious, you know. Uh, but as you guys point out, look, it's their moment, and and they damn well earned it, and they earned it the hard way. So they want to ramble on for 30 minutes. I don't really give a damn. And as far as the TV goes and, and TV audience in particular, now I'm going to go old school, but you don't want to listen, change the channel. Uh, and I'm a little tired of everything in the world being turned into a TV show. And it's got to be, you know, shoehorned into whatever fits for CBS or NFL Network or whomever. You know, it's their moment, not TV's moment. It's their moment, not the people watching's moment. And the one thing I, I, uh, I don't like is when they just give an endless recitation of every teammate they ever had. That right. you don't have to do. But well, they got a story to long. tell. That's, that's why they yeah, run but, long. But, but sometimes they're telling stories. And if you're telling stories, fine. If you're just going to give a recitation, you know, class role, I'm not for that. But you want to tell stories, tell them all night long. You're in trouble when they say it all began 70 years ago. That's when you know you're in trouble. <laughs> yeah. Hey, um, listen, uh, before we go, I want to mention that, you know, a year ago, if you guys remember, uh, Junior Sayo's daughter, Sydney. She spoke to a TV audience, not to the audience that was there, but uh, during commercial, they had her on TV and she was speaking. And it was poignant. I mean, she was terrific. And so this year, we've got two more deceased Hall of Famers. That's Ken Stable, as you mentioned, Ron, and Dick Stanfeld. What do you expect in from the families of, of those two honorees? And would you let them speak? And I don't mean off stage by camera. I mean to the audience that's there, Rick. Yeah, I'd let them speak. And, and in this case, I expect emotion. You know, Sale was the first ballot selection. Dick Stanfield waited 53 years to get in, and Stabler waited 27 years. You know, I found the longer a player has to wait, the greater the emotion. I expect more than a few tears to be shed when the Stabler and Stanfield family speak. Yeah, look, look, I've never understood, and I understand they've made a precedent now, but I don't understand why you lose your voice because you lose your life. Uh, you know, I remember Reggie White's white, uh, wife making a tremendous uh, speech, uh, and it was of some length, as I recall, when he was inducted. I don't remember anybody complaining then, and I don't think they'd be complaining now. Well, I'll tell you guys what. I'm not going to let either one of you speak. Not anymore. You know why? <laughs> We're going to commercial. When we return, it's Washington President Bruce Allen, son of Hall of Famer coach George Allen, to talk about Bobby Beathard's place in Redskins history and his place in NFL history. You're listening to the Talk of Fame Network. Now, the reminder that the Talk of Fame Network is brought to you by Geico Insurance, where 15 minutes can save you 15% or more on car insurance. For more details, go to geico.com. I've always had the dream, my whole life, I wanted to live on waterfront property. My favorite thing is just that little sound of that motor going by in the distance. And then about a minute later, the waves come out and make the, the old rickety deck squeak a little bit. It's where I want to be. Home means something different to everyone. With millions of homes for sale or rent on Zillow, whatever home means to you, Zillow can help you find it. Progressive presents Mindfulness with Flow. You are on a spiritual journey towards savings. Your mind is drifting into uncharted territory as you use the Name Your Price tool to find policy options that fit your budget. Options that fit perfectly, like football pants or the unitard thingies wrestlers wear. Experience inner peace with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. Visit Progressive.com today. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hi, Tom Bodette. Call me old-fashioned, but I just don't get modern art. Time was, if you splattered paint on a canvas, it was called a drop cloth. 
Now, it's called Genius. Well, something modern I do appreciate are the newly renovated rooms of Motel 6. Totally updated with all new everything, still at a great low price. It's like modern art, only it looks good and has a point. I'm Tom Bodette for Motel 6, and we'll leave the light on for you. Book direct at motel6.com. QL1, you've been talking a lot about Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loans lately. What would you say is the best reason to use it? It's easy to use. You can get approved in minutes. It's convenient. Hey, uh, QL1, I asked for the best reason. Oh, hold on. I wasn't finished. You can share your pay stubs and bank statements at the touch of a button so you get real numbers, not estimates. And three, two, one. Rocket Mortgage at QuickenLoans.com. Push button. Get mortgage. Rocket. Equal housing lender. Licensed in all 50 states. NMLSConsumerAccess.org number 3030. War, poverty, and disaster have left millions of children around the world orphaned, abandoned, alone. When their parents can't be there, SOS Children's Villages is there. SOS Children's Villages is the world's largest nonprofit for orphaned and abandoned children. In 134 countries, including the U.S., SOS Children's Villages provides vulnerable children with a loving and stable family, medical care, and an education. To make a difference in the life of a child, go to sos-usa.org. There's a reason why so many celebrities use Proactive. Their faces are their money. And it's time for you to get it because Proactive has set up a special 800 number. For just $19.95, you'll get Proactive and a rotating deep cleansing brush. A $45 value, yours free. For only $19.95, you're guaranteed to get clear and stay clear or your money back. Here's the number, 1-800-644-5944. Call now for a lifetime of beautiful skin. 1-800-644-5944. This is the Talk of Fame Network. Here are your Hall of Fame voters, Ron Borges, Rick Gosselin, and Clark Judge. Hey, Ron, you know what it means when Geico says just 15 minutes can save you 15% or more in car insurance? It means you should have called 15 minutes ago. Yeah, you should have. So call and go to Geico.com. In fact, you should have gone 15 minutes ago. Listen to me and listen to Ron. Also, I want to get, give you a deal, and it's a great deal. For just $19.95, you can get proactive and a rotating deep cleansing brush valued at $45. But that's not all. You're guaranteed to get clear and to stay clear or get your money back. Just call 1-800-644-5944. That's 1-800-644-5944. Wow. After all that, we've got our first guest, and he's someone we've known for decades. First as an agent, then as GM of the Raiders, Ron's Raiders, the Bucks, yeah, and the Washington oh, Redskins. The music. Now as president <laughs> of the Redskins, Bruce Allen played an important role in what I believe was a necessary and really an overdue step for the Redskins organization. That's namely choosing former GM Bobby Bethard as its 49th member of the Ring of Fame. Bruce, thanks for joining us and hail to the Redskins for that move. Well, thank you, Clark. You know, as you know, Bob is a special person for the Washington Redskins and and also the entire the NFL. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, I, I want to follow on that, Bruce, because t- to me, there's no greater executive in the team's history than Bobby. In fact, I remember um, Charlie Castley, who was his assistant GM and successor at Washington, once calling him the greatest general manager in NFL history. So my question, Bruce, is this. Why did it take over 27 years to make this move? Well, you know, first of all, Bobby, why he was active with other teams, it wouldn't have been appropriate to put him. Uh, we had the uh, 70th anniversary of the team, and the, the, the selectors picked only from players and head coaches to put people into uh, that team group. 
a few years later, obviously, the 80th, we opened it up, and Bobby made the 80th greatest Redskins, as did Richie Pettibone, and we've started to put those people into our ring of fame. Bruce, I know how active you are with the alumni, reaching out to the great Redskins of the past, inviting them back into the family. I know a few folks in the NFL who embrace the history of their team and the league like you do. Why is that important? Well, Rick, and, and, and there's Ron there, a, a great Raider. Uh, first of all, <laughs> there we, we benefit from everyone who came before us. Our players would not be making the salaries. Our coaches wouldn't be making the salaries. I wouldn't be making the salaries. Everybody who came before us is the people that we have to thank every day for this great thing. I'm wondering, Bruce, was there any connection or any thinking uh, on the Redskins' uh, behalf about Bobby's uh, Hall of Fame candidacy? You know, he came close in the past, and, and the two contributors are coming out this year, and there's a lot of talk that Bobby's very likely to be one of them. Did any of that go into your thinking of, of also putting him up on, on your uh, ring of honor? No, not really. Uh, we, we as, as your compadres know there, strongly believe that Bobby believes in NFL Hall of Fame. And uh, his contribution, as I said at the beginning, to the entire NFL. And seven Super Bowl appearances, I mean, he's, a, he's in rare company. We're talking with Washington team president Bruce Allen about someone who, as he says, in rare company, and that's former Redskins GM Bobby Bethard, now in the Redskins ring of fame. And Bruce, on the subject of the Hall of Fame, what Ron was talking about, your dad, George Allen, is in. And as Ron mentioned, Bobby is close. You know him. So do I. So do Rick. So do Ron. He says he doesn't even think about the Hall of Fame. But let's say he doesn't. Do you? Do you think about the Hall of Fame and Bobby Bethard and that he should be in? Well, I think he's a perfect fit for the Hall of Fame. I think uh, the Hall did a great justice for itself, adding Bill Foley in and Ron Wolf, and, and Bobby doesn't have to take a backseat to anyone. And, and his contributions to Super Bowl champion, as well as the contributor for just conference champion, uh, it's, it would be a well-deserved honor. Bruce, are, are the 2016 Redskins a team that Bobby Bethard would have built and, and that Bobby Bethard would have been proud of? Yeah, we talked about it when he was here, Rick. And the previous two general managers to Bobby Bethard were Vince Lombardi and my father. And obviously they built the team in different ways. But Bobby came in in the era of free agency, and so he utilized the draft for the core of the team but complemented it through trades and free agents. And uh, I think this team has a lot of that same characteristic. I'm wondering, uh, being in that shot, uh, uh, being in the position you're in, Bruce, and the fact that you were with the Raiders, uh, and of course Al Davis had the longest shadow in the history of shadows, I think. Do you ever sort of feel the sort of shadow of Bobby Beathard and all that he accomplished there uh, when you're trying to get back your team to the Super Bowl? No, I don't think it is a shadow. You know, I, as growing up as George Allen's kid, and the first head coach I've ever met with George Allen, that's you know that's more than a shadow. That's that's a that's a cloud. <laughs> uh, 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 but we we want to emulate the success that those people had before us. I thought it was cute this year. Our offensive line on our on their own made Hogs two T-shirts. And it, that's tipping their hat to the 
to the original hogs and trying to emulate their success. We're speaking with Bruce Allen, team president of the Washington Redskins, and we're talking about Bobby Beathard and Bruce. Um, you know, a question that's probably going to come up uh, when his name come up, comes up at the Hall of Fame is that, hey, listen, Joe Gibbs is already in. He's in the Hall of Fame. So wait, now you want his general manager as well? I mean, shouldn't it be one or the other? But to me, I'll be honest with you, I think this is sort of like, you know, Brady and Belichick or, or let's go in music, <laughs> Lennon McCartney. You can't have one without the other. Do you agree? Well, I think- I, I think they're both great on their own merits. Bobby participating with the Chiefs Super Bowl appearance and, and the Dolphins Super Bowl appearance and also the Chargers only Super Bowl right. appearance. I, uh, Bobby's much more than just his Redskin legacy. And I think you have to tip your hat to Bobby for hiring Joe Gibbs. Right. Yeah, I think he went to seven Super Bowls with all those teams. Yes, he does. Bruce, uh, Bobby and I both want to know, when are the Redskins going to win another Super Bowl? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. You know, Rick, uh, that's that's what the goal is today, get better. And and along with 31 other teams, that's what we're chasing. You do that, Bruce, and we'll put you on the ring of fame. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Well, I'm proud to be with this team, and I'm absolutely proud to be a part of Al Davis' Raiders. Hey, Bruce. Really, really oh, quick ahead. question, uh, uh, Bruce. Um, you know, as you know, history pass, time passes, and people forget great players and certainly great front office guys. Is Bobby still a recognizable name in Washington? Oh, absolutely. Uh, we after we announced his uh, induction, he was out at practice, and if we did pull him in, he'd still be signing autographs. Up. Uh, our our fans absolutely treasure his contribution to the game. Hey, Bruce, thanks so much for joining us. we got to run, but good luck with the season, and uh, good luck with that ring of fame. Thank you, gentlemen. Always a pleasure. Thanks, thanks Bruce. Thanks, Bruce. That was Redskins President Bruce Allen. Up next, Hall of Fame quarterback Roger Staubach. You're listening to the Talk of Fame Network. Talk of Fame Network is brought to you by Proactive. For just $19.95, you can get Proactive and a rotating deep cleansing brush valued at $45. You get clear and stay clear or your money back. Call one 800 644-5944. That's 1-800-644-5944. We're also brought to you, of course, by GEICO. That's GEICO, where 15 minutes can save you 15% or more on car insurance. For more details, go to geico.com. We're also brought to you by MyCleanPC. If your computer runs slowly, just go to mycleanpc.com for a free diagnosis. And within minutes, minutes, you can download software to clean up what's slowing down your computer. For more information, go to mycleanpc.com. Hey, everyone. This is Life Tips with Geico. Life Tip 1. Use a shower squeegee to remove pet fur from carpet. Squeegee is also very fun to say. Consider it when naming a pet or child. Life Tip 2. Switch to Geico and you could save hundreds on your car insurance. With over 75 years of experience and a 97% customer satisfaction rating, they know what they're doing. Geico. Get savings into your life. Visit geico.com today. QL1, this is Control, checking in to see how excited you are for launch. Over? Well, actually, I'm kind of bored. You're about to travel 17,000 miles per hour through Earth's atmosphere, and you're bored? It just doesn't sound that exciting after using Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loans. I was able to get a completely online custom mortgage approval in minutes. Wow, that is impressive. Three, two, one. Rocket Mortgage at QuickenLoans.com. Push button. 
Get mortgage. Rocket. Equal housing lender. Licensed in all 50 states. NMLSconsumeraccess.org number 3030. In that neighborhood, it was almost impossible to get what we could afford. So I had set up alerts on Zillow to say, if anything in this area ever comes below a certain price point, it just popped up one day and I was like, oh my God, we have to go see it. It's a really wonderful neighborhood. And then to add on to that, how wonderful the house is, is so cool. Home means something different to everyone. With millions of homes for sale or rent on Zillow, whatever home means to you, Zillow can help you find it. Hi, Tom Bodet. Seems like everyone's got an idea for a startup. From innovations like laundry sharing to startups that help other startups start up. Well, rather than starting up, Motel 6 is starting fresh by renovating rooms nationwide, still for a great low price. It's a smart place to invest your capital every time you venture. Unlike my cat cologne startup, fail. I'm Tom Bodet, and we'll leave the light on for you. Book online at motel6.com. This is the Talk of Fame Network. Here are your Hall of Fame voters, Ron Borges, Rick Gosselin, and Clark Judge. Our next guest is one of the most decorated quarterbacks in football history with a Heisman Trophy and busts in both the college and football, pro football Halls of Fame. But not only is Roger Staubach among the most decorated quarterbacks, he's one of the most successful too, winning 74.5% of his starts in an 11-year NFL career with the Cowboys, which puts him third all-time behind Otto Graham and Tom Brady. Roger took the Cowboys to five Super Bowls in the 1970s, winning two of them on his way to first-team all-NFL, all-decade acclaim. And, in my mind, more importantly, he sent me an autographed photo when I wrote him at the Naval Academy in 1963, and that photo hangs in my office. Roger, thanks for joining us. Well, it's uh, great to be on the show, Clark. Roger, we talk about your winning percentage. We talk about the Super Bowls. When we do, we are measuring you and your success as a quarterback. How do you measure quarterbacks? Well, uh, I, 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 obviously, there's got to be a there's a you know physical component to being a quarterback, and uh, but there's a I think the mental aspect of is is. Uh, is just as important. I mean, obviously, if you have the mental without the physical, you're in trouble, and vice versa. So, I really believe that the the physical and, and physical, you know, goes a lot of different ways. You don't have to be six six. You don't. You know, there's certain things you can do physically, uh, and you you know your you know your release of throwing the ball. Uh, you got to get it out there quick, but you don't have to throw it exactly like somebody else. But the mental part is is really critical. You you have got to truly transfer your confidence that you have that you must have as a quarterback but even more importantly you got to transfer that confidence to your teammates because you can't do it by yourself a quarterback is is a leader and is a very important part of the <laughs> of the offense but you still need uh, some awfully good linemen and a, a few other skilled players to to make it work but you 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 as a have to have as a good quarter a great quarterback has confidence in themselves but the most important thing is being able to transfer that as i mentioned to your teammates and uh and if if you can do that they'll they won't let you down and they'll give you 100 percent all the time and and that's what you need you need your your team functioning at a high level all the time and you're going to win your share of games if you do that well, Roger, when you talk about quarterbacks, you know, you hear all these different things, his arm strength or his accuracy or his toughness, you know, his leadership. Uh, in your mind, what's the most important trait for a quarterback, assuming he has the minimal sort of arm strength? Well, the the, the, uh, 
the, the arm strength uh, in, in college is is different. You know, you have an arm strength is important. I mean, you know, it's nice to have a lot of arm strength, but if you don't, you can pick on certain players in college. And you know, with good coaches and good teams, you can you know pick on the weak parts of the defense and and uh, you know be successful and and really be a very good college quarterback with an average arm. In the NFL, you definitely have to have a more of an arm strength. You're, you, there's not really a weak player over there, and you're you're throwing between players, and you got to get the ball. Uh, and if you know, especially if you have your release, if you you know if you do a little hitch in your relief, you can make up for it in in velocity. So you've got to get it out there is is uh, quicker in the in the NFL especially and. The the other part of it is, uh, you know, you, you have to be accurate when you do that. And that's what the real, I mean, if you go back to Joe Montana and everything, you know, Joe's arm strength was, was really, it was good, but he was very accurate when he threw the ball too. And so, you know, you can make up sometimes for great arm strength with accuracy, but if you have both, if you have the arm strength, and the accuracy, you're going to be successful. And you need you need a little. You definitely need if you have a lot of both, you're going to it's better. But you can still be a great quarterback uh, having having arm strength uh, that is that is good. But your accuracy is is outstanding, and that uh, that can get the job done. Well, speaking of accuracy, we we're talking to one of the most accurate quarterbacks in NFL history. It's Hall of Famer Roger Staubach, and Roger. Let me take you back in time, back to the Naval Academy. When you left there, you faced a four-year military commitment, yet the Cowboys drafted you. When you went to Vietnam in 1965, was one day playing in the NFL still a goal, or was it just a dream of yours? Well, I was drafted in uh, 1963 when we had a great – I had spent one year in junior college, so I was eligible for the draft, and and so I was drafted by Dallas and Kansas City, and uh, – and I really wasn't thinking about it. Uh, I finished my senior year. I, I was hurt a lot of my senior year, and but I played in the college all-star game. And um, the you know the they, they both Kansas City and Dallas were up there with scouts, and they they knew that I I did have the arm strength to be in the NFL, and I could. But I was more noted. You know, my running was <laughs> paid a big part of my college life, but I but I still threw a lot. And so that 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 helped because both teams wanted me to sign with them that if I ever played again, if I ever decided to play, I would play for them. So I did commit to Dallas. So in the service, Dallas stayed in touch with me. Gil Brandt was always <laughs> staying in touch. And I, I took two weeks of uh, training camp uh, after I got back from Vietnam, and I went to the Cowboy training camp and had a good two weeks. And that's the first time, it was probably a year before I got out of the service, that I knew I was going to, give a give a go at playing professional football so it was at the uh towards the end of my my four-year commitment that i realized that i could play i could play in the nfl and that i I was gonna uh i made the commitment that i was going to play after my my last uh, year of my four-year commitment roger how did having tom landry as a coach influence your development as an nfl quarterback well, well, Coach Landry was, you know, uh, was he, he was an industrial engineer. You know, he had goals outstanding, reasonable, believable, achievable. They were measured. So he, his preparation was phenomenal, and he taught me a lot about preparation. I, I was a running kind of quarterback, even in the NFL, and Coach Landry uh, wasn't crazy about that. He, as an engineer, he said, hey, you drop back, and here's what you do. You execute, and, you, you know, you read your keys, you need to do this, and, 
Well, sometimes, you know, that didn't work, so I ran more. So he put up with my running, and uh, I learned a lot from from him as far as preparation and uh, and, and reading keys. On he he was he was a master at at, at keying the defense and looking at the weak safety. The weak safety, the strong if the weak safety go if, if middle linebacker goes weak, strong weak safety goes strong. Throw to the uh, you know to the to the other side and so we, we we had these different keys all the time and so he, he really taught me um a lot about preparation and, and reading defenses and and i taught him um, that quarterbacks could run and make first downs also <laughs> <laughs> uh, the steelers of the 1970s roger had nine players in the hall and, and their label is the team of the decade but how do you think history would have viewed uh, your cowboys had they been able to win one or, or both of those two evenly matched Super Bowls that you had with the Steelers. Well, I would I would be more popular than Joe Montana or Terry Bradshaw. Or, <laughs> <laughs> I'm 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 in there somewhere because I was on a great football team with Coach Landry. We we never had a losing season in my 11 years, and we won a lot of games. But the Steelers were. Uh, I, I, I really believe the Steelers should go down in history as one of the. I mean, right in the top couple of the greatest teams in the, the, the NFL in the 70s they really got it together they got a fantastic quarterback in Bradshaw they had a, a fantastic middle linebacker in Lambert so both sides of the ball they 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 had great players but they had leadership on both sides you know and you know Franco was over there and on, on offense and Swan and Stallworth and on defense you had Mean Joe and uh, e. Blunt and Man Lambert and all, so so we we kind of in '75 we were a wild card team. We we actually overachieved that year and we gave the Steelers all they could handle, 21 to 17. But the second time we played them, we had Tony Hill, Dorsett, added that to Drew Pearson and everybody else and all the great the great defense we had. And that was the roughest game. If we win that game, we we would have more Dallas players in the Hall of Fame. And uh, but the Steelers won that game. They beat us. They were a great team. And uh, so they got the kind of the the team of the 70s. But we 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 won more games overall. <laughs> so I, I got to defend our, ourselves. But we 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 lost. Uh, two Super Bowls to a really, really good football team. Well, Roger, this has been a really, really good time talking to you. We were out of it, unfortunately, but thanks so much for joining us, and uh, best of luck going forward. Well, thank you. I'm sorry for my long answers there. <laughs> <laughs> Those were perfect. We love them. Thanks, Roger. That was Hall of Fame quarterback Roger Staubach. Up next, Ron will tell us why former wide receiver Henry Eller deserves more from the Hall. This is the Talk of Fame Network. Talk of Fame Network is also brought to you by Geico Insurance, where 15 minutes can save you 15% or more on car insurance. I've always had the dream my whole life. I wanted to live on waterfront property. My favorite thing is just that little sound of that motor going by in the distance. And then about a minute later, the waves come out and make the, the old rickety deck squeak a little bit. It's where I want to be. Home means something different to everyone. With millions of homes for sale or rent on Zillow, whatever home means to you, Zillow can help you find it. Progressive presents Mind Flowness with Flow. You are on a spiritual journey towards savings. Your mind is drifting into uncharted territory as you use the Name Your Price tool to find policy options that fit your budget. Options that fit perfectly. Like football pants or the unitard thingies wrestlers wear. 
Experience inner peace with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. Visit Progressive.com today. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hi, Tom Bodette. Call me old-fashioned, but I just don't get modern art. Time was, if you splattered paint on a canvas, it was called a drop cloth. Now, it's called genius. Well, something modern I do appreciate are the newly renovated rooms of Motel 6. Totally updated with all-new everything, still at a great low price. It's like modern art, only it looks good and has a point. I'm Tom Bodette for Motel 6, and we'll leave the light on for you. Book direct at motel6.com. QL1, you've been talking a lot about Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loans lately. What would you say is the best reason to use it? It's easy to use. You can get approved in minutes. It's convenient. Hey, uh, QL1, I asked for the best reason. Oh, hold on. I wasn't finished. You can share your pay stubs and bank statements at the touch of a button so you get real numbers, not estimates, and... Three, two, one. Rocket Mortgage at QuickenLoans.com. Push button. Get mortgage. Rocket. Equal housing lender. Licensed in all 50 states. NMLSconsumeraccess.org number 3030. This is the Talk of Fame Network. Here are your Hall of Fame voters, Ron Borges, Rick Gosselin, and Clark Judge. Hey, you know what it means when Geico says just 15 minutes can save you 50% or more in car insurance? It means you should have gone to Geico.com 15 minutes ago. So go. Tell you where else you should go. Proactive, because they've got a great deal. For just $19.95, you can get Proactive and a rotating deep cleansing brush valued at $45. But that's not all. You're guaranteed to get clear and to stay clear or your money back. Sound good? It's because it is. Just call 1-800-644-5944. That's 1-800-644-5944. So you mentioned this is Hall of Fame weekend in Canton, and it's a big deal for everyone there, especially the eight inductees. But, guys, it was an interesting and, I thought, sad story that I read about Ken Stabler's memorabilia last week. Uh, Ken's one of the two senior inductees, as we mentioned. Anyway, uh, the story told how his memorabilia including the Hickok belt, will go to auction. I think it's in L.A. Uh, what I do know is the bidding's going on now, and it ends August 14th. In addition to that Hickok belt, there's Stabler's varsity A letter at Alabama, signed footballs and programs, and trophies awarded to Kenny Stabler when he was the league MVP. I don't know about you, Rick, but I'll be honest, I find this pretty depressing. Yeah, I mean, the family, this is, it's, it's his legacy. And obviously, they either want the money, or don't want the legacy. It's it's very disappointing. Yeah, Ron. Well, you know, I don't know. Uh, I, I hear what you're saying, but a lot of that stuff is is doesn't mean as much to them as as I think it means to people who didn't achieve it. You know, Johnny Nice once said uh, when he was memorabilia was for sale. I thought a football was for throwing, not for putting on a mantle. Uh, you know, so <laughs> I think these guys tend to look at it that way, and it's going to help his children, his grandchildren. And uh, I don't really have a problem with it. Uh, I have a bigger problem that he's not there. Right, because right. it no, took way too long you. to put him in. Well, I'm just glad that Ken Stable is finally getting his rightful place in Ken. I, I just wish his trophies, belt, varsity letter, I don't care what, uh, were, would stay with his family. But I understand what you're saying, Ron. Um, one thing I do know is that you, Ron, you wish, not for that memorabilia, although you probably have some Ken Stable memorabilia. A couple um, little things, maybe tucked I in bet, the corner. I, I bet, but I, you wish the former wide receiver Henry Ellard. Yeah, not a Raider, Henry Ellard. It's more play from the Hall of Fame. Ron, you wrote about him on our website, talkoffamenetwork.com, this week. And you're here to tell us what you like about Henry Ellard. So tell us. Well, I'll tell you, Clark, Henry Ellard always wondered what might have happened if he played on a pass-happy team in his days like the Dolphins or the Chargers. And my guess is he'd be in the Hall of Fame. And maybe he should be anyway. Ellard played nine of his 11 years with the Los Angeles Rams in an offense that believed in running the ball, running the ball, then running the ball some more. 
The head coach was Johnny Robinson, who had come to the Rams from USC, where he made the running game the signature of Trojan football, and he believed it would be just as effective in the NFL. Uh, with Eric Dickerson in the backfield, he was right. Uh, and that kept Henry Ellis' receiving skills well hidden for way too long, but not forever. It took six years for Robinson and the Rams to decide that airmail could be just as effective as the Pony Express. And once they did, Henry Ellis took flight. In his first five years of his career, he was more dangerous as a punt returner than a wide receiver, never catching more than 54 passes until 1988. But with Dickerson gone to Indianapolis, the Rams finally discovered what Ellis could do, and it was plenty. He led the NFL that season with 1,414 yards on 86 catches. A year later, he averaged 98.7 receiving yards a game on his way to the second of four straight 1,000-yard receiving seasons with the Rams. Uh, Henry Ellis had world-class speed and Olympian leaping ability. Nearly made the Olympics in the triple jump, in fact, but he got hurt. For a decade, he used both to make life a misery for defensive backs assigned to cover him. After moving on to the Redskins in 1994, Ellis put up the first of three straight 1,000-yard receiving seasons there, and he averaged 18.9 yards a catch, good for 1,397 yards. In his final 1,000-yard season, that came in 1996, a year before his retirement. At the age of 35, he averaged nearly 20 yards a catch and posted his 7,000-yard season. Despite playing more than a third of his career on run-oriented teams and without a top-quality quarterback, when Henry Ellis retired after 16 seasons, he was ranked third all-time in receiving yards with 13,777 and fourth in receptions with 814. He had dominated his decade, even if for nearly half of it the Rams refused to throw him the ball. He was the rarest of wide receivers. He got better as he got older. In his first five years, he averaged only 38 catches and 589 yards a year. The next nine seasons, he topped 1,000 yards seven times and averaged 65 catches and 1,136 yards a season. One can debate whether or not Henry Allen belongs in the Hall or the Hall of Very Good, but one thing's certain, the debate should be held in Canton. Wow, nice, Ron. Hey, there's that signal that our first hour, <laughs> it's almost over, so we're going on to the two-minute drill with Ron asking this week's questions and Henry Allen making the catches. Ron, let's get started. Okay, guys. Newspaper photos made Tony Romo look like Tony Fat Solano. Stephen Jones says he's the best shape ever. Fat Tony or Tony Slim? The photo made him look like Bill Kilmer. Reality, he looks more like Mark Rippon. Tony Light, one pound over for every playoff win. Who will give the shortest Hall of Fame induction speech this weekend? Friend of the show, Marvin Harrison, a man of few words. Tom Jackson. Who will give the longest Hall of Fame speech this weekend? The man of many words and many passes, Brett Favre. Hillary Clinton. Hall of Famer Tony Dungy says the NFL hasn't been true to the Rooney rule. How would you go about fixing it? Give teams salary cap benefits for hiring a minority coach. It already is fixed, if you know what I mean. Green Bay is seeking to host the NFL draft in 2019. Should the smallest NFL city be included in the draft rotation? If the smallest city can win championships, the smallest city should be awarded drafts. Agree, but only if it promises to throw in indoor plumbing and electricity. The Seahawks recently extended the contract of General Manager John Schneider through 2021. How much of Seattle's success is due to him and how much to Pete Carroll? Players win games, they get 80%. Give Schneider 10%, Carroll 10%. Let's see. Pete Howard Schneider and Pete coaches the defense. Answer, Pete and repeat. <laughs> Very good. Last season, Ben Roethlisberger, Levon Bell, and Antonio Brown never played an entire game together. What happens this year if they do? The Steelers become favorites to win the AFC. They cash in with DraftKings. DeAndre Hopkins' holdout lasted one day. So what's the point? 
Hopkins learned from the Des Bryant holdout a year ago, stay out, coming out, coming late, out of shape, and have a short season. He consulted his agent, Bob McNair. <laughs> Chip Kelly says it's a 50-50 in battle between Colin Kaepernick and Blaine Gabbert. Do the 49ers have two quality quarterbacks or none? Gabbert's arm and Kaepernick's legs could potentially give him one quality quarterback. Smart man once told me, Ron, having two quarterbacks is like having none. Like dancing with two women, Clark. <laughs> the, you the Amish well. rifle, Ryan. Yes. The Amish rifle, Ryan Fitzpatrick, is back with the Jets on a one-year $12 million deal. Who won the showdown? Every paycheck and Ivy League quarterback cashes in the NFL counts as a victory. Brandon Marshall and Eric Decker. The NFL is trying to limit kick returns by bringing touchbacks out to the 25, but many coaches believe there will be more uh, more because kickoffs will start kicking higher and shorter and thinking they can cover it inside the 20. Did the competition committee outthink themselves? The kickers and special team coaches are clearly smarter than the competition committee. No, the committee consulted Ted Wells. That's it for our number one. When we return, we'll sit down with Joe Theismann and Hall of Fame voter Mike Sando of ESPN. You're listening to the Talk of Fame Network. Now, the reminder that the Talk of Fame Network is brought to you by Geico Insurance, where 15 minutes can save you 15% or more on car insurance. For more details, go to geico.com. Hey, everyone. This is Life Tips with Geico. Life Tip 1. Use a shower squeegee to remove pet fur from carpet. Squeegee is also very fun to say. Consider it when naming a pet or child. Life Tip 2. Switch to GEICO and you could save hundreds on your car insurance. With over 75 years of experience and a 97% customer satisfaction rating, they know what they're doing. GEICO. Get savings into your life. Visit GEICO.com today. QL1, this is Control. Checking in to see how excited you are for launch. Over? Well, actually, I'm kind of bored. You're about to travel 17,000 miles per hour through Earth's atmosphere, and you're bored? It just doesn't sound that exciting after using Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loans. I was able to get a completely online custom mortgage approval in minutes. Wow, that is impressive. Three, two, one. Rocket Mortgage at QuickenLoans.com. Push button. Get mortgage. Rocket. Equal housing lender. Licensed in all 50 states. NMLSConsumerAccess.org number 3030. In that neighborhood, it was almost impossible to get what we could afford. So I had set up alerts on Zillow to say, if anything in this area ever comes below a certain price point, it just popped up one day and I was like, oh my God, we have to go see it. It's a really wonderful neighborhood. And then to add on to that, how wonderful the house is, is so cool. Home means something different to everyone. With millions of homes for sale or rent on Zillow, whatever home means to you, Zillow can help you find it. Hi, Tom Bodette. Seems like everyone's got an idea for a startup. From innovations like laundry sharing to startups that help other startups start up. Well, rather than starting up, Motel 6 is starting fresh by renovating rooms nationwide, still for a great low price. It's a smart place to invest your capital every time you venture. Unlike my cat cologne startup, fail. I'm Tom Bodette, and we'll leave the light on for you. Book online at motel6.com. This is the Talk of Fame Network. Kevin Green. Tony Dungy. The late Dick Stanton. Eddie E. Bartolo. The late Ken Stabler. Marvin Harris. Orlando Pace. The gunslinger Brett Barr. This is your Pro Football Hall of Fame Class of 2016. Here are your Hall of Fame voters, Ron Borges, Rick Goslin, and Clark Judge. 
You know what it means when Geico says just 15 minutes can save you 15% or more on car insurance? It means you should have gone to Geico.com 15 minutes ago. So go. And go to Proactive, too. Because for just $19.95, you can get Proactive and a rotating deep cleansing brush valued at $45. That's not all. You're guaranteed to get clear and to stay clear or your money back. Just call 1-800-644-5944. That's 1-800-644-5944. We're back with our number two of the Talk of Fame Network. We'll be visiting with former Washington quarterback Joe Theismann in this hour, as well as ESPN analyst and Hall of Fame voter Mike Sando. But first, well, first, Goose, I want to get something straight here. You just returned from Oxnard, the summer home of the Cowboys, right? Yes, sir. Where the weather is warm, the beach is full, and the contacting practices almost non-existent. Okay. How about the meals, Goose? You didn't go to any of those all-you-can-eat buffets with Tony Romo, did you? No. Hey, the reporter who took the picture and posted it on Twitter works with me at the Morning News, and he was a bit sheepish afterwards because it was a bad pick, a bad angle. He took a lot of heat because Romo isn't nearly the body double for the state puff marshmallow man. I'm looking for that retraction. I don't. I don't see it. Cause I don't see it. Um, hey, Ronnie. You know, we're never sure where you really are, but uh, where are you this week? You're in Cromwell, right? Cromwell, Connecticut. Exactly right. Not far from your palatial estate. Uh, yeah, so how come you're not down in this palatial estate? Well, I was waiting for you to call, but uh, I kept checking my phone. Nothing there. Yeah, you you're right. Go? There is nothing there. Um, <laughs> you're all, you're both on the road. Ron's in Cromwell. Goose, you're going to be on the road uh, again this week. You and I are going to Canton, as a matter of fact, to uh, attend the Hall of Fame class of 2016 induction. Ron, uh, there'll be no invitation on the phone for you there either, so don't look for it on your, your call Painful. waiting or call receiving or whatever. We're, we're going to see guys like Joe Montana... Jerry Rice, Jerry Jones, but no Warren Sapp. That's no Warren Sapp. Did you guys catch that story about Warren Sapp being bitten by a nurse shark while lobstering in Florida? Goose, Ron, Ron, did you see it? I did see it, and I've always been a big fan of nurse sharks, but I'm a bigger fan today than ever. <laughs> Chomp down. <laughs> well, Goose, I think I, I looked at this one. I said that story. I went, you got to be kidding me. And I said, wait a minute. Just follow this one under... Bad things happen to bad people. <laughs> yeah, Clark, you know, I'm, I'm kind of surprised about Sapp's absence. You know, he always painted himself as a buddy-buddy friendly competitor of Brett Favre. And Tony Dungy is responsible for giving him a Hall of Fame career with that Tampa 2 defensive yeah. scheme. If you can't show up for your friends, you're going to soon find yourself with a shrinking list of friends. Uh, wait a minute. You, are you talking about Ron or Warren Sapp? <laughs> I have nothing but friends. Sapp, <laughs> not so much. It's not about him. It's nurse sharks. Okay, let's move to another subject here. That's Devin Hester. I'm sure you guys caught Atlanta releasing him. Uh, that was last week. And Devin Hester, of course, is the guy who has, I think, more return touchdowns than anyone in NFL history. Shortly after he was cut last week, and I'm sure one or both of you may have gone through the same experience, I was asked if he's a Hall of Famer. You know, the usual question, is he a Hall of Famer? My answer was, well, he's in the conversation, but I thought, and still think he's borderline, for two reasons. One, on the 75th anniversary team, as you know, there's only one player not in the Hall. That's Billy White Shoes Johnson. He's a returner, return specialist. And two, the Hall of Fame voters themselves. I mean, in over 50 years, there are only two specialists voted in, and Ron, it took your pulling and dragging and screaming to get Ray Guy the best punter of all time. And so my question is, Goose, I'll start with you. Devin Hester, Hall of Famer? Well, I, again, I, I firmly believe in the queue. I mean, I don't think you can address Devin Hester until White Shoes Johnson is addressed. You know, when you start jumping the queue and throwing guys in there for what have you done for me lately, that's when the process gets all screwed up and a lot of great players start sliding through the cracks. And again, I think 
Billy White, Chief Johnson, needs to be addressed before we talk about Devin Hester. Ron, you agree with that? Yeah, look, I, uh, I I tend to agree with you. You know, Goose always says latest is not greatest, and and he's he's right. Look, Devin Hester was great. He was great playing football, and he was even greater on our show. But having said that, if you look at the stats, you know, he's 65th in kick return average. He's fifth in punt return average. It means there are some guys ahead of, uh, of him if you're going to make that argument. Look, the guy was dynamic player uh, in the return game. Not so dynamic as a receiver, but but fine. But if you don't put in White Shoes, who's the only return man in the, or the you know in the 75th anniversary team, how do you then put in somebody else over him? It doesn't, doesn't it, make any any sense. But but here's the problem: I, they're not standing in the same line. White Shoes is in the senior line now, and and this guy goes to modern era candidate. So wouldn't you think his chances of getting in as a modern era candidate? Are going to be better than White Shoes as a senior kid? Oh, sure. Because Look, there's it, such a long line there. You're, no, you're right. Once you're in the senior thing, you're in the great abyss. There's no question right. about it. You know, you got a you better chance of getting back from the moon. But having said that, I just think if White Shoes isn't in, or, or let me rephrase that, if White Shoes hasn't been debated, then we got everybody else has got to uh, has got to wait. I mean, if you put him in first, and I was White Shoes Johnson, I'd be finding each one of those voters and talking to them sternly. Yeah, I, well, think, I think Hester, I think Hester's looking at 25 years of being told we don't put special teamers in the Hall right, of Fame. Right, right, right. I, I agree. Which is crazy. That. I think that's true. Yeah, it's crazy. Um, well, listen. On another front, last week I asked you guys about Tom Coffin and Ernie Corsi going into the Giants Ring of Honor. Well, now the NFL is up the ante. They've added Tom Coughlin to their office to be working in football operations, uh, where he's going to, at least as I understand it, advise the league on matters like the draft, pro football, the pro ball, <laughs> pro ball, pro bowl. And personnel. And you know what, Goose? <laughs> I've got a suggestion here for the Pro Bowl. Don't have one. Yeah, the Pro Bowl has long been a dead horse in my eyes. I've never gone to Hawaii to cover it by choice, I may add. And I haven't watched the game on TV in about 15, 20 years. You know, the, the best players don't care enough to play in the games. So why should I waste my time watching it? They don't care. Why should I? Okay, Ron, I want to ask you about something you should care about. Chad Johnson. He's returning to the oh, Browns. Chad Johnson. Not as a player. Nope. As a coach. A coach. So, Ron, what's he going to teach young players as a coach? Well, you know, I, I have a little affinity for uh, for Chad. You know, he once came up to me and showed me this video of him boxing. He said, you the boxing man. What do you think? I said, I think you stink. You better play football. <laughs> Which he didn't like too much. Uh, look, but he could damn sure teach him a lot. He could teach him how to run routes. He could teach him how to get open. When he was with the Patriots at the end of his career, look, he was shot, you know. But Bill Belichick loved him. He loved his work ethic. He loved the fact that, that uh, uh, he knew what he was doing out there as a receiver. Now, look, he could be a buffoon in some other areas. Uh, but if you hire him to teach guys how to get open, I think he could do a good job, assuming he shows up for work. Okay, we'll talk about showing up for work. <laughs> Which is always guy. somewhat problematic. <laughs> Tell you about something else that's problematic. Your favorite quarterback, Ron, and mine too, Tom Brady. Was problematic? Oh. Going to be suspended four games. Okay, anyway, the league's not going to allow him to play pitch and catch with his teammates during that suspension. So Tom's decided he'll play it with, yeah, Wes Welker and Randy Moss. Not bad. That is, of course, unless Roger Goodell wants to suspend them too. Oh, wait a minute. Goose, he can't. You like this idea? Clark, those are the rules. If you're suspended, you cannot practice. This isn't the league just picking on Tom Brady, Vontez Burfecht, Sheldon Richardson, Demarcus Lawrence, Martavius Bryant, Carlos Wentz. A lot of players will not be allowed into the practice facility in the month of September, not just Brady. The league's been picking on him for 18 months. Enough already. Oh, please. Please. If he had cooperated, it would have been over in 18 minutes. But he didn't. So go play pass with Wes Welker if he can find the field, which 
may not be the case. <laughs> okay, Ronnie, you're part of that Boston yes. media that follows him. You want I to try am. to do the impossible? And no, I'm not asking you to defend the four-game suspension of Tom Brady. I'm asking you to defend the guy who asked if Brady could lose his job to Jimmy Garoppolo. You've got to be kidding me. How is that possible? It's one of the few times that Bill Belichick and I uh, uh, are firmly in agreement. You know, stupid is as stupid does. And it was just <laughs> First off, Belichick had come out just the day before and gave a lengthy dissertation on how he was going to do it. And, and when he came back uh, uh, from suspension, Brady was the guy. Just because you didn't show up uh, to get your little tape, you go in there and ask another stupid question the next day that's just been answered. I mean, he did out of the name of the Lord my God in vain, but uh, in that case, I would say Bill Belichick said the right thing. Hey, wait, wait, did, 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 what would JC Ron, do? Did, didn't Ron ask Belichick if <laughs> Tom Brady could be the starter over Drew Bledsoe when he comes back? I, I mean, did I miss oh, something here? Oh, 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 oh. Ouch. Yeah, that was a little bit different. Oh, that one hurt. A bit different. Wait, wow, that one hurt. Hey, Goose, yeah, did good. you hear what he just said, though, that he agrees with what Belichick did? I mean, he goes, I in did. this case, I agree with Bill Belichick. When's the last time you agreed with Bill Belichick and anything he did? Last time he said he was going to go to Geico. I said, you're right, man. <laughs> did you tell him he should have gone right 15 thing. minutes ago? Ron's exactly. always been a Belichick guy. Always been oh, a Belichick absolutely. Guy. My man, as I call him. <laughs> Love me some tell, Belichick. Did you tell him from 1995 there's a great deal in proactive as well? I did. I did. I did have a bucket of Nurse Sharks next to me when I was talking to him the last time, but I didn't, I didn't lose them on him. Okay. Well, when I go into Nurse Sharks, we're going to the break. And when we return... Guess what? We're going to hear from ESPN's Mike Sando. He's coming up next on the Talk of Fame Network. Another reminder that the Talk of Fame Network is brought to you by Geico Insurance, where 15 minutes can save you 15% or more on car insurance. For more details, go to geico.com. I've always had the dream my whole life. I wanted to live on waterfront property. My favorite thing is just that little sound of that motor going by in the distance. And then about a minute later, the waves come out and make the, the old rickety deck squeak a little bit. It's where I want to be. Home means something different to everyone. With millions of homes for sale or rent on Zillow, whatever home means to you, Zillow can help you find it. Progressive presents Mindflowness with Flow. You are on a spiritual journey towards savings. Your mind is drifting into uncharted territory as you use the Name Your Price tool to find policy options that fit your budget. Options that fit perfectly, like football pants or the unitard thingies wrestlers wear. Experience inner peace with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. Visit Progressive.com today. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hi, Tom Bodette. Call me old-fashioned, but I just don't get modern art. Time was, if you splattered paint on a canvas, it was called a drop cloth. Now, it's called genius. Well, something modern I do appreciate are the newly renovated rooms in Motel 6. Totally updated with all-new everything, still at a great low price. It's like modern art, only it looks good and has a point. I'm Tom Bodette for Motel 6, and we'll leave the light on for you. Book direct at motel6.com. QL1, you've been talking a lot about Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loans lately. What would you say is the best reason to use it? It's easy to use. You can get approved in minutes. It's convenient. Hey, uh, QL1, I asked for the best reason. Oh, hold on. I wasn't finished. You can share your pay stubs and bank statements at the touch of a button so you get real numbers, not estimates. And three, two, one. 
Rocket Mortgage at QuickenLoans.com. Push button, get mortgage. Rocket. Equal housing lender. Licensed in all 50 states. NMLSConsumerAccess.org number 3030. War, poverty, and disaster have left millions of children around the world orphaned, abandoned, alone. When their parents can't be there, SOS Children's Villages is there. SOS Children's Villages is the world's largest nonprofit for orphaned and abandoned children. In 134 countries, including the U.S., SOS Children's Villages provides vulnerable children with a loving and stable family, medical care, and an education. To make a difference in the life of a child, go to sos-usa.org. There's a reason why so many celebrities use Proactive. Their faces are their money. And it's time for you to get it because Proactive has set up a special 800 number. For just $19.95, you'll get Proactive and a rotating deep cleansing brush. A $45 value, yours free. For only $19.95, you're guaranteed to get clear and stay clear or your money back. Here's the number, 1-800-644-5944. Call now for a lifetime of beautiful skin. 1-800-644-5944. This is the Talk of Fame Network. Here are your Hall of Fame voters, Ron Borges, Rick Gosselin, and Clark Judge. Hey, Ron, do I have a deal for you. For just $19.95, you can get proactive and a rotating deep cleansing brush valued at $45. But you know what? That's not all. You're guaranteed to get clear and to stay clear or your money back. Just call 1-800-644-5944. Is that number, Ron? 1-800-644-5944. One other question, though, for you, Ron. You know what it means when Geico says just 15 minutes can save you 15% or more in car insurance? Guaranteed. Save some cash. You got it. It means you should have gone to Geico.com 15 minutes ago. So go. Tell you where else you should go. Go to Atlanta. And we have, because we've got Mike Sando on the line. Yeah, we've been talking about Devin Hester. And our next guest, Mike Sando, is in Atlanta, or at least was at the Falcons training camp, and maybe, just maybe, can share some thoughts on Devin Hester with us. Uh, Mike, you're a Hall of Fame voter. You're also in the middle of your camp swing, and thank goodness you're on the phone now with Clark, Rick, and Ron. First of all, thanks for joining us. Great to be here. And secondly, since I mentioned Devin Hester, let's start there. As I mentioned, you are a Hall of Fame voter. We asked earlier on the show if he's a Hall of Fame player. And the numbers say yes, but history says no. I mean, with the only member of the 75th anniversary team, Billy White Juice Johnson, a return specialist, that's one. And the Hall's voters inducting only two specialists in over 50 years. That's two. There's two reasons not to get him in. But you know what? He does have the number. So my question is, Mike, where do you stand on Devin Hester and the Hall? Yeah, I'm kind of in favor. I I think that the Hall is for the – let's favor the very greatest of what they do now. Should the greatest field goal holder get in? Should the greatest snapper get in? No, not necessarily to me. I don't know that they impact the game enough. Should the greatest kicker get in? Well, we're having trouble debating you know, what even makes the greatest kicker. But to me, I think anyone who ever watched Devin Hester play for a very long time knew that he was a game changer throughout the game, whether he had a game-breaking return or not, and he had as many or more of those than anybody. But just how people even kicked to him, how they game planned, I think that his impact on games was significant enough to where I would really love to have that conversation, and I would probably go into that conversation thinking, yeah, anyone who saw him, he was amazing. Mike, Morton Anderson, another former Falcon, is the NFL's all-time leading scorer, and that's a record that may never be broken. If he can't get in, does any kicker ever have a chance of joining on center and Ken? Well, 
we have to be smart about the kickers. And so to me, to really judge a kicker, I don't care how many points you have. That's a longevity contest. You can, if you're a good kicker, you can kick forever. We've had, there's many guys. Gary Anderson is not that far behind Morton Anderson in terms of the total numbers. We have to eliminate from, when you're, when you're, when you're looking at a field goal kicker, eliminate from consideration the kicks that everybody makes 90 some percent of the time. Once you do that, you might be able to differentiate between a guy who is especially good on the kicks where you're not 100% sure if they're going to make them. And then we should probably era adjust a little bit too on Morton Anderson because I think the kicking game has continued to progress and the accuracy rates have gone up for who knows a number of reasons that could have to do with field conditions or whatever. Um, but that's where I would start. And so I'm doing some of that work. When, I, when we were in the room, I was pulling up on my computer and just saying, hey, I don't care to look at, at Morton Anderson's kicks from inside 20 or 25 or even 30 yards because everybody makes them all the time. What about the uh, idea of, of a pure special teams player? The, the Bills have uh, campaigned for Steve Tasker for a long time. Uh, Hester obviously is, is really a pure return man. I mean, he was a minimalist as a, as yeah. a receiver. And we can't get White Shoes Johnson in. So I guess what I'm asking is, if you talk to coaches, special teams is a, is a very important part of the game, third of the game, yet they're not treated as full football players. Should they be? Um, no, they should, uh, they should not beat out a Bruce Smith or a great uh, player who impacts the game more. The question to me is, should we have a category that, get, that honors the very best at what they do, even if what they do isn't quite as important. Special teams is important, but it's not as important as playing quarterback or receiver or rushing the passer. I think we would all agree on that. At the same time, Steve Tasker, if he were in the Hall of Fame, elected in a special teams category, he would be fully deserving. And if anybody wanted to say, yeah, but he's only special teams, they could say it. But we would be saying it up front that it's special teams, and we would be honoring him as such. We're speaking with Hall of Fame voter Mike Sando of ESPN. And, Mike, as I mentioned, you're from Seattle. So let's continue this Hall of Fame conversation from that city's vantage point. They're not talking about Devin Hester there. They're talking about another player who is retired. That's Marshawn Lynch. Marshawn Lynch, is he Hall of Fame worthy? Would you put him in? I think I would. Uh, I mean, I lean, I'd go into it leaning towards I think I could make a good case. And I think running backs, it can be a little hard because I, you know, some guys just hang around and play longer and wind up with a ton of yards. But I think when you ask the people who play against certain players, there's guys who are just different. And I think Marshawn Lynch, if you watch the film with coaches, you'll see there's a lot of guys on defense who are not very interested in tackling him and putting their head in there. It's seeable and verifiable on film. You look at the impact he had on a team that ran the ball at the highest percentage or in the top three in the league while he was there. That That's what they based everything on. And in the passing era, they were a running team that, you know, has put together not really a dynasty because they lost that last Super Bowl. But, you know, they've been arguably the best or top two or three teams in the league over a five-year period where he was the engine of that. And he's a multi-tool player. He can align as a wide receiver. Uh, and run routes. I've seen him do it, score touchdown on a reception against Denver in a big game that, that they won uh, at home a couple of seasons ago. He can block, very good in pass protection. And there was no one like him when he played during his during the last five years who ran it the way he did. So take those things into account. Look at some of the other backs that have got in. I think it's a compelling case. 
Mike, Pete Carroll and John Schneider both were rewarded with contract extensions this summer. What percentage would you assign Pete Carroll for the success of the Seahawks, and what percentage would you assign John Schneider? Well, I give the the coach a, uh, you know, the coach is probably higher percentage on that, but it's a tough one because I believe John Schneider is 100% of the reason why they have Russell Wilson. And Pete Carroll was 7-9 and nine twice with questions about his job going into his third year there. People forget that. And they started Russell Wilson, and he went 2-2 two and two his first two games of that third season under Pete Carroll, and people were asking, would they bench him? But John Schneider's vision on Russell Wilson, is that enough to make it a 50-50 proposition? It might be uh, because of how important Wilson has been for them to not just be a good team with a good program, but to be a team that can come from behind late, that can win championships. I, I want to follow up with that Russell Wilson. And then we've got 45 seconds here, Mike. But um, I've been yeah. selling these guys on Russell Wilson for a long time. I, I, I believe he's terrific. But my question to you is, is he an elite quarterback or is he simply a good quarterback carried on by or carried by a great defense and a running game? I think he is in that top tier and he is carried by the good defense and running game. But, you know, what he has to do is show over the course of a full season what he did over the second half of last year. Offensive line was in shambles. Marshawn Lynch was not available. Thomas Rawls got hurt. Jimmy Graham was hurt. And he was really the engine that let them be one of the three or four best offenses in the league. He hasn't been asked to do that as much as some other quarterbacks. He is 32-1 and in games where the opponent did not score even 17 points. Everybody wins those games 90% of the time. There are quarterbacks who play just as much who only have a third of those games that are automatic wins. So I understand if people are not you know, automatically putting them in the top tier, but I think he's certainly at the very worst trending that. And if he does it this season without Marshawn Lynch for the whole year, I think everyone will say it. Hey, Mike, we're out of time. Uh, we've got to get going, but I know so do you. So thanks so much for, for taking the time to spend with us. Thanks very much. Thank you. My pleasure. That was Hall of Fame voter Mike Sando of ESPN. Up next, Joe Theismann. You're listening to the Talk of Fame Network. Hey, everyone. This is Life Tips with Geico. Life Tip 1. Use a shower squeegee to remove pet fur from carpet. Squeegee is also very fun to say. Consider it when naming a pet or child. Life Tip 2. Switch to GEICO and you could save hundreds on your car insurance. With over 75 years of experience and a 97% customer satisfaction rating, they know what they're doing. GEICO. Get savings into your life. Visit GEICO.com today. QL1, this is Control, checking in to see how excited you are for launch. Over? Well, actually, I'm kind of bored. You're about to travel 17,000 miles per hour through Earth's atmosphere, and you're bored? It just doesn't sound that exciting after using Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loans. I was able to get a completely online custom mortgage approval in minutes. Wow, that is impressive. Three, two, one. Rocket Mortgage at QuickenLoans.com. Push button, get mortgage. Rocket. Equal housing lender. Licensed in all 50 states. NMLSconsumeraccess.org number 3030. In that neighborhood, it was almost impossible to get what we could afford. So I had set up alerts on Zillow to say, if anything in this area ever comes below a certain price point, it just popped up one day and I was like, oh my God, we have to go see it. It's a really wonderful neighborhood. And then to add on to that, how wonderful the house is, is so cool. Home means something different to everyone. With millions of homes for sale or rent on Zillow, whatever home means to you, Zillow can help you find it.
Hi, Tom Bodette. Seems like everyone's got an idea for a startup. From innovations like laundry sharing to startups that help other startups start up. Well, rather than starting up, Motel 6 is starting fresh by renovating rooms nationwide, still for a great low price. It's a smart place to invest your capital every time you venture. Unlike my cat cologne startup, fail. I'm Tom Bodette, and we'll leave the light on for you. Book online at motel6.com. This is the Talk of Fame Network. Here are your Hall of Fame voters, Ron Borges, Rick Gosselin, and Clark Judge. Our next guest, quarterback teams to championship games in two leagues. The Canadian Football League, that's the CFL, and the NFL. Throwing a couple Cotton Bowl appearances at Notre Dame, and Joe Theismann had one terrific run as a quarterback. He split those Cotton Bowl appearances against Texas, lost that Grey Cup with the Toronto Argos, but won a Super Bowl with the Washington Redskins. He was the NFL MVP in 1983, was selected as one of the 70 greatest Redskins of all time, and now, best of all, he's with us. Joe Theismann, thanks for joining us. Oh, it's my pleasure. Thanks for having me. Joe, your time in the CFL intrigues me. You, you finished second in the Heisman balloting in 1970 to Plunkett. And he gets drafted first overall in the 1971 draft, and you slide all the way to the fourth round to the Miami Dolphins. Then you opted to sign with the Argonauts instead of the Dolphins. Why? First of all, I wasn't the biggest guy in the world coming out of school. As a matter of fact, I laugh today when I look at what prototypes they're looking for at the quarterback position today. I think I wouldn't have even gotten an invite to a combine or possibly even a workout, but I think it was just my size that everybody was curious about. I, I never, you know, in the National Football League, I played 15 years of professional football. I never weighed more than 185 pounds. So when I came out of college, I was, you know, 175, 177, and uh, just a shake under six feet. So my size was an issue. My durability, I think, was a question. And one of the funniest things that happened to me was um, – Pete Redslaff was the general manager of the Philadelphia Eagles, and I met him at a dinner in Chicago. I'm sorry, in Philadelphia. And um, he he asked me how tall I was. And, you know, I thought maybe I'd like to play maybe for the Giants or the Eagles, someplace close to home in Jersey. He said, how tall are you? And I said, I'm just about six feet. He says, you look 5'10". Uh, what do you weigh? I said, about 180 pounds. He says, you look 160. And turned and walked away, and I said, you know what? I'm not going to be drafted by the Philadelphia Eagles. <laughs> Smart life. man. <laughs> but I, I wound up going to Canada. I flown down to Miami. The Miami drafted me with their third pick. They had to give up their first round pick to Baltimore when Don Shula left to go coach the Dolphins. And I actually did not negotiate my contract with Mr. Thomas, who was the general manager. I did it with Mr. Robbie because Joe Thomas was having open heart surgery. And I sat across from Mr. Robbie and he said, what do you want? I said, I want um, 35, 45, 55,000 and a $35,000 signing bonus. He said, you got it. And I thought, that's not the way these things are supposed to work. <laughs> There's supposed to be some rhetoric. We're supposed to have some conversation. I'm supposed to say no. You're supposed to say no. I'm supposed to say yes. You but anyway, so I go on Miami I go on Miami TV and say, come heck or high water, I'll be in Miami Dolphin. And then they put a clause in my contract that said I'd broken the – the Bowman's bonus down into 12, 12, and 11, three separate years over the length of the contract. And they had me paying back the bonus in the third year and the second year if I didn't show up uh, on the team. And I said, that's just wrong. And so I went through this hassle myself. I did not have an agent, which was my first mistake. I got emotionally involved. And I stayed in contact with um, 
our coach Leo Cahill with the Toronto Argonauts all through his drive from Toronto to Florida on vacation. And finally, I flew to Toronto. I met with Mr. John Bassett, senior up there, and I said, is your offer still on the table? And it was 50, 50, 50, 50 U.S. dollars. Not that the money was that much of a difference. And then he said to me, he gave me an ultimatum. He said, if you leave this country and you don't sign this contract, offers off the table. I signed the contract. I said, please allow me to call Coach Shuler when I get back to the United States and tell him what I've done. Well, I land in the U.S. the next morning. Eric Varsigian, my coach at Notre Dame, was sort of my quote-unquote consultant, whom I never consulted. And he <laughs> said to me, he said, um, what in heaven's name have you done? I, just signed, I said, I signed with the Argonauts. He said, I know. I just got off the phone with Coach Shule, and he's on his way up here to South Bend right now. And Don flew up and read me a riot act. You had a moral obligation to be a Miami Dolphin and this and that. And I said, well, you had a moral obligation not to screw up my contract. They ultimately relented on the, the bonus aspect of it. But I got disillusioned with the process. So I wound up going to Toronto, and, and we had an unbelievable experience our first year going to a Grey Cup. I broke, my, I broke my right leg only one bone my second year. And then my third year, I was fully prepared to stay in the Canadian Football League, but they got into a um, thing where they wanted to not pay the salaries that we see today. So I was lucky enough to come back to the United States. When you came back after those three years, Joe, uh, the Redskins had traded a first-round pick to Miami to get your rights. But that first year, as I recall, you had more punt returns than passes, your rookie season. Uh, and then you had to wait three more years before you finally got your shot uh, and replaced Bill Kilmer. Sort of a two-part question. Is your path one that you'd recommend to a young quarterback today, and how did you cope with it all? I wouldn't necessarily recommend taking that many years to get ready to play. <laughs> Although Kirk Cousins, our guy in Washington, D.C., has sat four, actually three, and then had a chance to be able to play last year. And uh, now I think he's you know, fully vested as far as being able to play the position and understanding what's going on. I think we force young guys into the game before they're really ready. Colleges don't necessarily prepare them for the professional game because there's so many elements to it. There's the preparation of the mental part of it as well as taking care of your body it, you know, adjusting to time schedules, have being on your own time schedule. So much more is required of you. I mean, you're talking literally anywhere between two and 300 plays per week that you're responsible for, whether it be through communication or signaling. There are a lot of adjustments going on. The speed of the game is so different. To really give yourself a chance and the team to benefit from a young player, you almost have to give them an opportunity to be able to grow into it for at least a year, maybe two. Then I think you'll get a better product. We see a lot of young guys. Joey Harrington up in Detroit just got eaten up by this game. We see a lot of guys because of the demands on the position at quarterback, which, by the way, is the toughest position to play in professional sports. Uh, they're just not ready for it mentally and physically. It's a demanding game. And and so you know, I wouldn't necessarily recommend – that it go that way. I just wanted to play football. I actually returned punts my first seven games at, at the University of Notre Dame. So it wasn't an unfamiliar position for me. I used to catch punts in the Canadian Football League in the end zone and punt them out to protect against the single or as they refer to it, the rouge. So punt returning was a part of my life. And I, I saw an opportunity with the Redskins. I wanted to be actively involved. I was running the scout team. I ran wide receiver. I ran running back. Then I started catching punts, and then we were playing the Giants, and um, we had a kick returner by the name of Herb Mulkey that George Allen found in one of his many tryout camps. 600 players, he found one guy. And then Kenny Houston, our Hall of Fame safety, did it, and both of them got hurt. 
So I walked up to George and I said, Kenny's hurt. You want me to go in? So he says, go ahead. He waves me going in. He turns to Paul Lanham, our special teams coach. He says, where's he going? He said, you sent him in to return the punt. He said, the heck I did. Get him off the field. <laughs> Once I crossed that white line, I wasn't turning around. And George was the kind of guy, if you could prove something to him, he let you do it. So for 1974, 1975, I had the good fortune to earn uh, to return punts. I believe there's been one other quarterback that's done it, and that was Doug Flutie. But he only did it for a game as an experiment up in New England. And I, I think that was about it. He also drop-kicked an extra point, if you remember remember that. <laughs> I know. I, I saw Doug not too long ago. They want to bring back that drop-kick one more time for somebody. We're with former Washington quarterback Joe Theismann <laughs> on the Talk of Fame Network. And, Joe, earlier on this program, we asked Roger Staubach about the impact that Tom Landry had on his career. I want to ask you about another Hall of Fame coach, and that's Joe Gibbs. What impact did he have on your career? Oh, he had a tremendous impact, not only on my career, but me as a person. I got, you know, I was Joe's first quarterback, so... Uh, I wasn't easy on him, and it was an experience, I'm sure, because I'm a little bit high-strung. And, uh, you know, Joe used to walk out. He'd, he'd live at the facility Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday night. Joe slept there. I mean, they worked till 3, 4 o'clock in the morning. Many instances, I'd come in at 7.30, and Don Bro, our running backs coach, would be sound asleep in one of the meeting rooms, or <laughs> someone else would be asleep someplace else in a hallway. And Coach Gibbs used to be in his office in about 7.30, 8 o'clock as we were getting ready for our meetings. He would come walking out with a cup of coffee, hair all disheveled, and I'd come flying down the hallway going, hey, coach, how's it going? He would turn around and look at me and just walk back in his office for the next 15 minutes to try and gain some sanity before he had to deal with me. <laughs> Joe, Joe basically, you know, when I first got him, we were going to run the San Diego Charger offense. I'd studied Dan Fouts. We were going to throw the ball all over the place, and I did the first year. We were 0-5, throwing it all over the place. Hey, Joe, we've got to run, but uh, thanks for the time, and I mean it. When, when I go to Carlisle many, many years ago, you were the best and most available quote, so thanks again for spending time with us. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. That was former Washington quarterback Joe Theismann. Up next, Thank Peyton you. Manning's next career move and Ron's next target. You're listening to the Talk of Fame Network. Talk of Fame Network is also brought to you by Geico Insurance, where 15 minutes can save you 15% or more on car insurance. I've always had the dream my whole life. I wanted to live on waterfront property. My favorite thing is just that little sound of that motor going by in the distance. And then about a minute later, the waves come out and make the the old rickety deck squeak a little bit. It's where I want to be. Home means something different to everyone. With millions of homes for sale or rent on Zillow, whatever home means to you, Zillow can help you find it. Progressive presents Mind Flowness with Flow. You are on a spiritual journey towards savings. Your mind is drifting into uncharted territory as you use the Name Your Price tool to find policy options that fit your budget. Options that fit perfectly. Like football pants or the unitard thingies wrestlers wear. Experience inner peace with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. Visit Progressive.com today. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hi, Tom Bodette. Call me old-fashioned, but I just don't get modern art. Time was, if you splattered paint on a canvas, it was called a drop cloth. Now, it's called genius. Well, something modern I do appreciate are the newly renovated rooms of Motel 6. Totally updated with all-new everything, still at a great low price. It's like modern art, only it looks good and has a point. I'm Tom Bodette for Motel 6, and we'll leave the light on for you. Book direct at motel6.com. 
QL1, you've been talking a lot about rocking mortgage by Quicken Loans lately. What would you say is the best reason to use it? It's easy to use. You can get approved in minutes. It's convenient. Hey, uh, QL1, I asked for the best reason. Oh, hold on. I wasn't finished. You can share your pay stubs and bank statements at the touch of a button so you get real numbers, not estimates, and... Three, two, one. Rocket Mortgage at QuickenLoans.com. Push button, get mortgage. Rocket. Equal housing lender. Licensed in all 50 states. NMLSConsumeraccess.org number 3030. This is the Talk of Fame Network. Here are your Hall of Fame voters, Ron Borges, Rick Goslin, and Clark Judge. You know what it means when Geico says just 15 minutes can save you 15% or more in car insurance? Oh, it means my... Yours are ringing. It means you should have gone to <laughs> Geico.com 15 minutes ago. You know what you should go to? Proactive, too. For just $19.95, you can get Proactive and a rotating deep cleansing brush valued at $45. That's not all. Guaranteed to get clear and stay clear or your money back. Just call 1-800-644-5944. That's 1-800-644-5944. Guys, when last season ended, remember, we wondered what Peyton Manning would do next? Well, other than waiting for his induction to the Pro Football Hall of Fame in 2021, well, now, yeah, now we have our answer. He's doing what he does best, at least other than throwing football, which is commercials. Yep, that's Peyton Manning. Peyton Manning teaming with Lionel Richie for Peyton on Sunday mornings in plugs for DirecTV that, guys, remind us that Peyton Manning is going to be okay without the NFL. It's Peyton. It's Peyton on Sunday morning. You like football? Yeah. It's DirecTV NFL Sunday Ticket. I can watch every Sunday Ticket game live on any device. Oh, I'm retired. Uh-huh. I just sit here watching nothing. Huh. If I were you, I'd work as long as you can. So. Work Sunday. as long as you can. Thanks. You know, it's amazing the comfort level that a second Super Bowl can afford a player, isn't it? I think Peyton would have had a hard time walking away from the game with just one ring, but a lot of quarterbacks, you know, won a single ring. But that second ring, it elevated his legacy, gave him the freedom to walk and get on with, as Chuck Knowles would say, his life's work, which obviously is commercials. Well, I agree with you. And uh, look, the guy's great on commercials, and he has perfect timing. Which, which makes me think he must be filming these in October and not January. <laughs> <laughs> Ouch. Wow. Well, I don't subscribe to Peyton on Sunday mornings, guys. I don't, but at least not now. But I do subscribe to Ronnie. Yeah, Ron Borges on the Talk of Fame finale. And guess what? He's here in our final segment to tell us why he doesn't subscribe to the Donald in his Borges or Bogus sound off. That's right, Ron, the floor is yours, so let's hear it. If history is any judge, it seems Donald Trump has gotten something backwards. Uh, this week, the Republican nominee for president claimed to have received a letter from someone in the NFL expressing their concerns that two of the scheduled presidential debates for Democratic nominee Hillary Clinton this fall would conflict with primetime NFL games. Trump asserted that the NFL didn't want to go against the debates because they're going to be huge, huge, okay? Uh, not okay. Bogus. The NFL wasted no time denying ever sending such a letter, complaining uh, about when the debates would be, although they did say that uh, they'd prefer if they weren't on September 26th, the night of a Monday night game between the Saints and Falcons, and October 9th, a Sunday night game between the Packers uh, and the Giants. I mean, why would the NFL want to embarrass the country by getting better ratings than our presidential combatants? Now that would be bogus. Whether Hillary and the Donald could outdraw the Packers and the Giants these days seems, well, uh, open to debate. 
And if two of the politicians as smart as Ronald Reagan and Jimmy Carter knew better than to buck Monday night football, you'd think these two would as well. In 1980, the League of Women Voters ran the presidential debates between Reagan and Carter. They had two scheduled for Monday night. After realizing they were unlikely to win the ratings war, they cut the debates to one on a Tuesday. That decision was not bogus. It was wicked smart, as they say in New England. So perhaps Trump assumes he has more football fans on his side than Hillary does on her side, the theory being football fans might in general tend to skew more male and conservative, but don't count on that. Unlike politics, football, like Mexico, has no walls. NFL research argues that women are watching nearly as much as men, and it doesn't matter what wing they're skating. Everybody loves the NFL. Now that may be bogus, or it may not be. But the bet here is, if the presidential debates try to buck Monday night football or Sunday night football, don't bet against football. If Donald Trump and Hillary Clinton try to do that, Clark, it could end up being deflating for both of them. Uh, so, Ron, are you trying to say that the NFL has more clout than the nation's two political parties and that Roger Goodell has more clout than Hillary Clinton or Donald Trump? <laughs> I'm trying to say that Adrian Peterson has more clout than Donald Trump and, and <laughs> Hillary Clinton. <laughs> the NFL is the NFL. It's you know, look, they, they took Sunday away from the churches. I mean, who could be more powerful than that? They are <laughs> large and in charge. They also took Tom Brady away from us. There's that whistle again, telling us to go into Chip Kelly overdrive. So, Ron, if you're ready, let's go to the two-minute drill. Speaking of Tom Brady, Brock Osweiler says Houston coaches refer to being like Tom Brady, but insists I'm not here to be a puppet. Has he been listening to too much Sinatra singing, I, I want to be me, or does he hate gaudy rings? Neither, Ronnie. He just knows the truth. The only thing he has in common with Tom Brady is a pair of bugs. First he gets compared to Peyton Manning, now Brady. Who's next? Matt Schaub? <laughs> Will the owners trade Goodell's arbitration powers for an 18-game schedule? If it makes them more money, they trade Goodell in for Vladimir Putin. In a nanosecond. That also means two fewer preseason games. Mike Malarkey has the Titans practicing in pads five straight days this week. Is he going overboard or old school? Neither. Just following his mentor, William Bly. Old school. And the Titans will be more ready for the start of the season than the other 31 teams. Chiefs punter Dustin Colquitt is studying Portuguese, which is smart. Uh, with the help of a Brazilian-born kicker, Cairo Santos. Do kickers have too much time on their hands? Nope. They're just trying to beat Julian Edelman to Adriana Lima. I call this an early campaign for the Hall of Fame vote of Ron Borges. Tim Tebow says he believes he can be an effective NFL quarterback, but he hasn't played a game since 2012. In a quarterback-starved league, why will no one give him another chance? Because it's a passing league, Ron. And Tebow's arm is as accurate as the Wells report. Stop talking, Tim, and start playing. Like Joe Feisman, he should use the CFL as his route to the NFL. New England media needed only two days of asking Bill Belichick if Jimmy Garoppolo could beat out Tom Brady for Belichick to take the Lord's name in vain. Who looked more peevish, him or the media? Media. We used to say there are no dumb questions. Then someone asked if Garoppolo could keep Brady on the bench. Correction. Uh, there are dumb questions. That's a question that should be asked if Garoppolo goes forward or leads the NFL in passing, not in July. 49 GM Trent Balky said, quote, I don't live in a cave when asked if the promotion of personnel guru Tom Gamble to assistant GM was a warning. How soon before he says, I don't live in San Francisco anymore? Only as long as it takes Chip Kelly to push him off the ledge. Well, maybe if they promote Gamble, Niners can get Jim Harbaugh back. 
Falcons quarterback Matt Ryan says Atlanta has the firepower to average 30 points a game. Last year they averaged less than half that. Was Ryan not a math major or not a game film buff? Both. There's more firepower and Ron Snowblower. He thinks Matty has spent too much time walking in the Saints defense. We'd like to thank Roger Staubach, Joe Theismann, Bruce Allen, and Mike Sando for joining us, Derek Burns for producing us, and you for listening to us. If you'd like to hear this or any podcast, just go to our website, talkoffamenetwork.com, or call us up on iTunes or on your podcast app. Otherwise, listen to this station at this time next week. We'll look for you then. Talk of Fame Network is brought to you by MyCleanPC.com. If your computer runs slowly, and whose computer doesn't, just go to MyCleanPC.com for a free diagnosis. And within minutes, you can download software to cure what may be ailing your PC. That's MyCleanPC.com. Hey, everyone. This is Life Tips with Geico. Life Tip 1. Use a shower squeegee to remove pet fur from carpet. Squeegee is also very fun to say. Consider it when naming a pet or child. Life Tip 2. Switch to GEICO and you could save hundreds on your car insurance. With over 75 years of experience and a 97% customer satisfaction rating, they know what they're doing. GEICO. Get savings into your life. Visit GEICO.com today. QL1, this is Control. Checking in to see how excited you are for launch. Over? Well, actually, I'm kind of bored. You're about to travel 17,000 miles per hour through Earth's atmosphere, and you're bored? It just doesn't sound that exciting after using Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loans. I was able to get a completely online custom mortgage approval in minutes. Wow, that is impressive. Three, two, one. Rocket Mortgage at QuickenLoans.com. Push button. Get mortgage. Rocket. Equal housing lender. Licensed in all 50 states. NMLSconsumeraccess.org number 3030. In that neighborhood, it was almost impossible to get what we could afford. So I had set up alerts on Zillow to say, if anything in this area ever comes below a certain price point, it just popped up one day and I was like, oh my God, we have to go see it. It's a really wonderful neighborhood. And then to add on to that, how wonderful the house is, is so cool. Home means something different to everyone. With millions of homes for sale or rent on Zillow, whatever home means to you, Zillow can help you find it. Hi, Tom Bodette. Seems like everyone's got an idea for a startup. From innovations like laundry sharing to startups that help other startups start up. Well, rather than starting up, Motel 6 is starting fresh by renovating rooms nationwide, still for a great low price. It's a smart place to invest your capital every time you venture. Unlike my cat cologne startup, fail. I'm Tom Bodette, and we'll leave the light on for you. Book online at motel6.com. 